Are we uh, are we live? Yeah, I guess transparency is key here. Um, you know, in 35 episodes, uh, your boy over here, Mr. Producer, has hit the record button every single time. Yep. You know, as we are wrapping the show, uh, Alex said, "Should we end here? Or should we go? Should we do the last topic?" And I said, "Let me check the time." And the time wasn't going, and the red light wasn't on. <laughs> And uh, now we're here, an hour later, and we're going to run it back. Hey, Kevin, um, I just want to say, you know, there's many ways we could look at the situation. Um, one of them is, damn, that fucking sucks. We just mm. recorded a killer podcast. Everything was right. Everything was flowing. We were good. We were in the pocket. Yeah. And it's all gone. Yeah, well. But that's the, that's, that's the shitty way to look at it. The positive way to look at it is, Kevin... Got reps in. We did get some reps in, and also it took us thirty-five episodes. Oh my god! To record a full episode and have it not record, which, to be honest, was only a matter of time before that happened. It was only a matter of time. So, Kevin, um, I know it, it's almost shocking that it took us all. You know, when I was talking about how I, the audio recorder is not right in front of me. Oh, we need. That's, yeah, we need. You're I'm gonna not, blame I'm it not, on the setup. Oh. I'm not. Bro, I'm not gonna blame it on the setup. I'm not blaming oh it on the my setup. God. I'm not gonna blame it entirely on the setup. Oh but my God. had I had the recorder right here, you know, yeah, was, that never would have happened. Had we, <clears throat> I'm not putting this on. This is on me. This is my. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is definitely on me. You're gonna have to put it. And in. I'm. I'm. On, I'm also surprised it took 35 episodes to uh, have this happen. Yeah, we had some. We've had some scares in the past. Yeah, but, um, but to be th- fair, every time we recorded a podcast. Yeah. That was the podcast that you heard yeah. on the show. Yeah. Today will be a first of its kind. The redo. We did it twice. Three, two, one. Kevin. Welcome back, Alex. Oh, it feels good to be back. Podcast so nice, we did it twice. Oh, back. Back in the New York groove. All right, stop, stop, stop. That was last week. Kevin, (laughs) episode 35, the first one we've ever done twice, but it's a fucking special episode. Want to know why? Doesn't even matter about the double recording. It's the first podcast. We have a sponsor. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we've made it big time. It's going the podcast has listeners. That's you guys, the ones listening to the show right now. You're like on your way to work. You're doing the dishes or you're working on your graphic design. You guys are supporters of the podcast. But to go where the show needs to go, we need other people that are believers, people that can sponsor and partner with us and take us to the moon, maybe. Yeah, to the moon. And that is where we're going. And we have a, a sponsorship, a real live sponsor for the show. <laughs> We have a fucking sponsor, and it's not just any sponsor, Kevin. It is the number one packaging design website on the planet, aka the Dye Line. The Dye Line, baby. And so, Dye Line, Dye Line, Dye Line. If you are unfamiliar with the Dye Line and are living on their fucking rock, um, you are missing out because if you're a designer who works for a consumer packaged goods website or a consumer packaged goods brand, you should be reading the Dye Line. It's just a fact. You should. If you're a designer who does not do any sort of packaging, you should still be reading the Dye Line. Yeah. And if you are not a designer and you don't work for a consumer packaged goods company or you just you just love branding and packaging and you listen to our show because you're just interested in what's going on, this is the place. This is the source. This is where we get 
at least 50% of our news stories that we yeah. talk about on 50, the show. 50 is a good number. 50 is a good number. And, and so it makes sense that we legitimize our partnership. I mean, at the very least, you should be skimming slash pretending to read the dial line. No, everyone should be reading the dial line because that is where you get up-to-date news and information. And a lot of our stories come from the dial line for the program. Yeah, and even the people who don't like reading, they've got something for you as well. You could just look at it. And they got referring to? no, they got dialline decoded. Oh, they got other content. They do. They have other content. Um, it's also just more than a website. I think that's what you're trying to say, Kevin. Right? They yeah. got Instagram. They got TikTok. They got conferences. I've spoken in a number of them. They're fantastic. They're yeah. great. I need People to get on that lineup. Meeting in the real world, Kevin. I would kill to see you in front of a stage doing a presentation. Well, we we need to. Well, as part of our negotiations here, unfortunately, I think those are behind us. We need to reach out about Kevin. There'll be more negotiations in the future. That's right. There'll be, and there'll be more conferences. So Kevin, um, it's just a fact the dial line is the number one place for you, the viewer and us, just the the hosts. We all should be on the dial line and it's because they have the number one uh, source of your information and, and inspiration. And they also have the number one packaging design awards show on the planet. Yeah. Kevin, you see what's on those shelves over there? I do. I see some big D's. Last year, we won two gold Ds for our work for United Sodas in both the branding and packaging categories. And since then, our studio has been moving. It's been lit. Grooving. And we got jobs. We don't have so many jobs, we don't even know what to do with the jobs. Yeah, we we're jobs. giving jobs away. We got jobs on jobs. And the reason, and and you know, winning awards can help you do that. Um, Kevin, you ready for this copy? Yeah, do it. That I wrote yeah, go for ahead. the dial line? Go for it. A giant D can change your life. That's not a proof copy, but the people need to know that's you guys, the ones listening. You can win a giant D today. It looks amazing on your shelf. It is undoubtedly the best award trophy in the award yeah, show design. This is coming from a guy with a, All the awards. with a bunch of awards on his we shelf. Have, uh, I can't Lions. even count them. There's so many. That's that's cool, but not a giant D. We got cubes. We got pencils. Um, there's nothing quite like a giant D. It's a great award. It's just handling a giant D. It just it is a, a wonderful feeling. Oh yeah. And so um, the award show. This is good timing for our new sponsorship and partnership because the awards submissions are still open for you guys to enter. And but don't procrastinate. You got to do it soon because they're going to be shutting down uh, submissions soon. So you know just. Don't say you're going to do it tomorrow. You're not going to do it tomorrow. Do it today. Go to dialineawards.com, submit. And um, well, actually, Alex, uh, while we were recording our last episode, okay. Maddie yep. had um, sent somebody a message. I can't find it now, but saying that they had extended. Oh, they had so, extended the deadline okay. as they as they like to do. Okay, yeah, because designers are procrastinators. Yeah. They're always like, "Oh, when's the deadline? It's Friday. I'll do it on Thursday night." And so the deadline, the good people that they are, they have extended the deadline, extended the deadline for the deadline. The deadline deadline. The deadline deadline. And so you have until Friday the twenty first. So is that is that is that when they extended it to? That is when they extend it to. The, right. So basically the show, uh, this show, the one you're listening to, um, that's pretty soon. So don't waste time. Go to dialonawards.com, submit your entries, submit for your chance to win a giant D. And they're totally not going to extend it again. No way. No, no way. No, no way. They, they would be out of their minds if they extended this. Don't again. count on that. They they may no. do that, but don't wait. Don't count on them to do that again. That's not official advice. Yes. No. So um, you're going to be hearing some dialon ads. Yeah, do it um, now. 
uh, on the coming on the coming weeks and the and on the show moving forward. And it's it's a perfect it's a natural integration. Uh, we are talking about stories that we're getting from the Dylan. The Dylan loves branding and packaging just as much as we do. So this is we're not selling mattresses or sort of furniture not yet. or something that has nothing to do with being a designer. This is a natural partnership of the meaning of two great institutions, front and center, Dylan. So thank you to the entire team for their support, for their sponsorship of our show. And uh, we promise to make all the ads compelling, relevant, and entertaining moving Oh, forward. yeah. That's our that's a that's, front and center guarantee. That's the guarantee. We'll put a stamp on it. We, we, we will do that. And uh, we're so thankful because the show is legitimate now. All those other shows that you listened to, the last 34, they were just practice. Yeah, we had fake ads. Oh, yeah. Kevin, uh, we did have fake ads in the beginning. If you're a long-time listener, if you listen to every single program of the show, you may have said, but Alex, what about um, those ads you did for Headspace or ZipRecruiter? Um, breaking news, those were fake. Wow. Phony ads. Kevin? Yeah, those were... <laughs> those were inauthentic ads we um were not paid for those advertisements um but it did make our podcast seem legitimate they felt the good coming off the they fingers felt good and they gave our show a air of credibility yeah. but now we are completely legitimate because this is a real sponsorship yeah let's go and we um we are brought to you today by the good folks over at the die line aka die line aka die line awards aka die line conference aka die line.com Die line, die line, die line. Yeah. Hey, yo, shout out Bill McCool. Love yes. your name. Yeah. Is it real? Is it a pen name? I think You tell me. You tell me. If you hear this, DM <laughs> me on Slack. Kevin, don't call out the sponsors on uh, you know the first week. You it's think? a heat check. See if they're listening. Okay. That's probably a good see call. If, if, see if they're monitoring us doing our job. Yeah. Well, um, th- Kevin, they- um, Are they? I-, I think Bill McCool, great name. Um, I think it's real. Yeah, it strikes me as an authentic guy. Also, I saw Rudy Sanchez getting in the uh, KFC Impossible or uh, what? I Beyond can, Chicken. Yeah, Beyond Chicken. I saw him. Uh, I saw him taste testing today. Ooh, and he got he got that two days early because I thought it was supposed to come out uh, on the twentieth. Ooh, maybe they, maybe the dial line gets a little bit of a sneak preview. Maybe uh, some quid pro quo. Is that how you say that? Quid pro po- quo quo. Yeah, sorry, I botched the end. Uh, Kevin, I don't know if you know, this is the second time we're doing this podcast. Um, You're the one who said not to say anything about it again. Yeah, I, we will stop mentioning it every five seconds. Kevin, the Dylan uh, sponsorship, want to know why it's such a good uh, sort of uh, thing for both parties? Is it because they're the number one website for packaging and design news, and we're the number one podcast for packaging, well, for just design news? Yeah, well, guess what? Yes, you are correct. That is a that's why. That's the first reason. And the second part is uh, we have dial line sto- we have stories that come directly from their website. You don't say. And the first one is what we will now call the dial line story of the week. Hit me with the music. There's no music. <laughs> oh fuck! I hit the wrong. There's no music. Why is everyone the- laughing at me? Yeah. All right. The crowd goes Let's, wild. Uh, no. Cool it on the yeah. Uh, don't, don't don't be touching that. We already lost. We already lost one today. Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> maybe that's maybe why we lost the podcast because we were, got too happy with the soundboard. No, it was my fault. Okay, well, moving on, Kevin. We're not going to belabor it. We're not going to talk about the entire show. Um, we're going to move on mentally 
And spiritually. Mentally, physically, emotionally. Emotionally, we're moving on. But the first story of the week um, is a good one. And um, it, it takes only three words to describe it. You ready? Natty vodka hat. Yeah. Is this the die line pack? Is this the die line story of the week? I already said that, Kevin. Oh, I don't fuck. need to say that again. I was sorry. Come on, get with the program, Kevin. Kevin. We're recording a podcast for the second time today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Kevin, the weather outside, have you been outside lately? I I have been outside, actually. (laughs) If you didn't didn't know, I went skiing this weekend, and it was uh, a negative 26 wind chill up in in Vermont. It was cold out there. It was very cold. Freezing temps, wind chill. Yeah. You know what you needed out there? A furry hat. I did need a furry hat. Well, what kind of hat were you wearing? Uh, A helmet. Ooh, just a regular helmet. And no, did you I, wear a hat underneath yeah, your helmet? Yeah, I had a I had a pretty swaggy uh, Carhartt balaclava, and oh, wow. even a little the first, you know when it was really cold. I had a a balaclava and a little ski mask on top. Wow, look at you, Kevin. I'm pretty swag, staying warm, stylish yeah. man, um, as always. But Kevin, I think I got a story here that's that you're gonna like. So uh, there is a new trapper hat, which is essentially it's one of those like uh, sort of hunting hats. It sort of uh, yeah, has El- Elmer Fudd, Elmer Fudd, Elmer Fudd type. Beat. That's right, exactly. Sort of extending over your ears, has the sort of uh, the fur underneath it, and uh, natty uh, natural vodka, natural natural light vodka. light vodka has come out with a uh, version of the cap. It comes in pink bright pink and it has a little pocket on the side of the hat and so that you could put in three little nips of natural black cherry lemonade vodka and it has the logo on the side and uh looks I think, pretty warm i think it looks pretty warm i think kevin um i think you could pull this hat off i mean think is think is the word there i <laughs> I don't think it's a think. I think it's a, I know you could pull this hat off because I could pull it off. I know you could. The question is, um, being of legal drinking age, am I going to pull this hat off? Probably not. You're saying you're too old for the hat? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm a little, I think I'm a little, you know, I'm 26 going on 27. Well, you're, you're mature. Gentleman. I would say that time and a place for natural light, I don't think I've totally aged out of it you okay. know, entirely. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I'm on record saying I love light beer. Yes. I'll drink light beer. Yep. I'll, I'll crush it. Mm-hmm. Love crushing a rack yep. with some friends. Yep. That's great. But with this hat, um, you know, I think I think this is very, very targeted at a college consumer in a, you know, you ready? cold environment. You ready for the quote? It says, Natty Light embodies the most electric time in your life. So we created the special edition hat for 21 plus college students and recent grads to help them live it up this winter. See? I'm not, a, I'm not a recent grad, Alex. I think that's what I'm saying. I think you're just past the point of entry of this hat. Although, I know you love an ironic uh, piece of merch. I, so I think you could right. pull it off. I think you're right on the cusp. I personally, as a uh, mid-30s gentleman, I think this is... I'm, I'm past the cutoff there by quite a number of years. But I do think this is... For that college kid who goes to school in Buffalo like I did or uh, Cincinnati like you did, um, this 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 it's, it's going to be sick. Yeah, you pull You're up to the party it. with three nips of vodka in the side of your pink here's hat. The, here's the question I have: and you're you're going to be the man or woman at the party? Is 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 it double barreled? Like 
Do you get three nips each side? Mm, that's a great question. I only see two vantage points of the hat. I see it closed, which has the faux fur underneath, mm-hmm. which is a stylish look and actually covers up yeah. the logo and covers up the branding. So it just kind of looks like that's how I would wear it. a fashionable hat. And then the other side, which I see one side down, and I see the three nips and the big logo on the side. I don't know what's on the other side. Yeah, I guess we'll just. Ha- I guess they'll just have to send we'll it never, to us. We'll never know. Out. So the hat is available for ten dollars. Ten dollars, which is a. They, they know. They know their consumer. It's a very college friendly price really know, point. They really, really know their consumer. Uh, and so I gotta say, this is this is smart for natural yeah. light um, vodka. Uh, you know what I saw this weekend at um, at Mount Snow in Vermont, where you were uh, you were doing some uh, some skiing. I, yes, I yep. saw a vintage natural light full body ski suit. Yeah, like it was white. It had um, like the old. I think it's a Serif logo. Okay, really? Yeah, it was. Vintage. It was really sick. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I mean. That's the thing. It's a brand that has some heritage. Yeah. Uh, it's maybe not the classiest uh, drink on the shelf, but um, Kevin, I've had many a Natty Lights in my day. It was yeah. actually, it was between that and like Coors Light where like some of my earliest drinking, even high school, which I probably shouldn't admit on a microphone, but <laughs> I was drinking. What are you going to do, get arrested? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> come come to the door. What do you think? What do you think? You Excuse think somebody's going to narc on you? Yes, I was going to. Um, Natty Light is the uh, preferred beer of, it, it pretty much just tastes like water. Yeah. So I think if you, it's an entry way into, into drinking. Yeah. Um, and so it's, 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 it's a respected brand for at a, at a perfect time and place. And I like the fact that they, they, they recognize that. Yeah. They, they lean they're in. not trying to be something more than, yeah, than no, they are. They're self-aware. They lean in. Yeah. Um, and I think the greater story from this story is that, they have vodka now. Uh, the, honestly, right? the first takeaway, the biggest takeaway I have from this article, natural light makes vodka? Yeah. What? I guess so. I had no clue. I never knew that. I can imagine it's the lowest quality vodka you can money can buy. Well, and, uh, probably not. Have you? <laughs> I mean, Svetka is pretty no. low quality. <clears throat> have you ever uh, had Kamchaka? No, I have not. Well, that that's the that's, that's the, the lowest bar. Yeah. lowest lowest uh, vodka you can one m- yeah. ma- money can buy. It starts giving you a headache oh, uh, instantly. Instantly, yeah. <laughs> Instead, yeah. Of, you don't have to wait. You don't have to wait for the hangover. You're it not exactly making a dirty martini with nah. a natural light black cherry lemonade vodka. This yeah, is- these are like, and I am kind of interested to try this because like I feel like with these nips, yep, they are probably for. You know, you pull it out of the hat and you just down it. So I'm sure it probably tastes relatively good, I would guess. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure they've got some flavor house out there making some flavors mm-hmm. that, you know, mitigate the burn uh, for the weaker folk out there who cannot handle the straight, mm. uh, the straight burn of alcohol. And there's no shame in that. But uh, yeah, I'm sure it, I'm sure it probably tastes pretty good i got some stats some facts here kevin oh, yeah, hit me with them apparently um natural light uh introduced strawberry lemonade uh sort of seltzer or like a v- version of their brand called natter days, natter days yeah back in 2019 before venturing into hard seltzers they were sort of like mm-hmm. right there uh sort of at the beginning of the craze is that a hybrid beer seltzer thing that's what i believe i don't think it's exactly a seltzer it's yeah it is a fl- it's like a um, flavored beer. Yeah, it's like a. I think it's like a shanty almost. Yeah, it's like a strawberry lemonade flavored beer. It kind of hits. I'm not gonna lie. I've had it before. Really, it yeah. looks kind of good. And then they then went into hard seltzer when everyone went into hard seltzer. And then here they are, 
um, in 2021, uh, just this August, um, introducing flavored vodka. Yeah. So they basically took the success, I believe, of the natural light, you know, sort of natter days kind of flavored uh, uh, movement, and they're bringing it to vodka. Yeah. I mean, hey, if uh, if you're into low low calorie beverages and you're watching carbs, yep, I've got a little hack for you. Yep. It's called vodka soda, mm. and you get vodka and you get some seltzer. Wow. Some non-alcoholic seltzer. Yep. And you mix them, and you hit it with some lime juice, and there you go. I'm sure it's much, delicious, yeah. Much, much better than a seltzer. Another thing this article says from Food & Wine, it says, Natural Life Vodka is so shockingly delicious, the brand is guaranteeing that you'll love it or your money wow. back. Yep, the offer varies by state, but Natty says, if you don't love your Natural Light Vodka, you could submit a receipt by September 13th. 2021 wow. so that's perfectly relevant for today um but yeah no natty uh natural light expanding into the vodka world and um it's 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 only appropriate that we both found out this information via a bright pink elmer fudd trapper hat yeah so that's the first story of the day thank you to our the good people at the dialogue.com yeah, for this beautiful piece shout of out information Dylan, and uh and, and and a wonderful story um, brought to you by wonderful people. That's a, I gotta say. I got I got another story, Kevin. Here, um, uh, a little bit of a different, uh, a, a little bit of a slight different story, but maybe the same consumer potentially uh, is the target. It is a uh, new drink called Prime Hydration, brought to you by Logan Paul and someone named KSI. It's a YouTuber. Oh, he's a YouTuber. He's a UK based YouTuber. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. These two fought. They correct? fought at least once in a boxing match. Yes, this was sort of the and early days yeah. of the Logan yeah. Paul Logan, brother. Logan Paul won. He 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 knocked him out or defeated him. Um, I don't think he knocked him out. I'm not sure. I can't remember. I think there was some. Mm-hmm. I think there may have been some. Uh, you bad know. blood? No, not bad blood. Because they're obviously they have a brand together now. But I think there yes. may have been some. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. How you say this. Um, controversy? No, um, it may have been like not authentic. It might may have been a little WWE. You you're know, you know me, what I'm saying. You're telling me that that's the vibe I get from their fights. Two YouTubers had a boxing match, and you're calling into the credibility and the questioning, questioning the authenticity yes. yeah. of the sport. Yeah. Wow. Kevin, that's exactly are, what I'm saying. I'm, I'm flabbergasted, and um, these are these are. Bold claims here. I'm, I'm just saying, ain't no way Jake Paul is knocking out a UFC fighter who is actually pretty good at striking. Wow. So that's, okay. That's what but I'm saying. these two YouTubers fought kind of at the beginning of the Paul um, sort of rise to fame and uh, not rise to fame, but rise to uh, celebrity boxing superstars. And so now they're teaming up to create a and launch a premium sports hydration drink called Prime. It's developed to fill the void where. Great taste meets function. Oh, my God. The first ones ever do something like this. Bold, thirst-quenching flavor to help you refresh, replenish, and refuel. I literally think that's the tagline from Gatorade. Prime is the perfect boost for any endeavor. You're confident. You love it as much as we do. So it is a a sports drink play here for for Paul and KSI. Um, I think Gatorade actually once had a product called Prime. It was part of their G series, if I remember correctly. right. And um, so my first instinct, Kevin, is to hate, is to criticize, is to 
um, put this down and to say the world doesn't need any more sports drinks. Of course. We, um, you know, I'm sure this is um, <clears throat> going to taste like shit. And, um, you know, it's, it's a cash grab. And here's here here's here's my here's my new informed opinion because I did a little bit of research here and I was looking into this a little bit more and I think this is not for me quite like the trapper hat from Natural Light but this is smart yes and I'll tell you why first and foremost they Paul brothers have a ton of attention on at this moment they are the sort of the face of boxing whether you like it or not yeah kevin you've watched their fights this year i, I steal them kevin doesn't pay for them but he watches them yeah. so they have your attention hit me up for the link they are promoting things they are they have millions of followers and it would be very easy for them to probably get a beverage sponsor i'm sure oh, some brand. Sure. They're, not, yeah, they're probably yeah. not going to get gatorade or powerade but you know or body armor even but like they're, they're, they could probably get a beverage sponsor because it mm -hmm. a sports drink sponsor makes perfect sense for for them at this point but instead instead of doing that they're launching in on their own and i think to be honest i think that's kind of um admirable um especially you know two to uh former foes in the ring getting together that's a that's a fun story yeah no for real it's yeah. like uh it's like when in rocky three yeah. when uh apollo yeah. creed and rocky get back together you know they uh <laughs> <laughs> that's but but that's but exactly what this but it's is. like if rocky and apollo creed got back together and launched a better for you hydration drink, yeah uh, hydration beverage that's what i mean this is pretty much same story just the, the modern version of it <laughs> and um i gotta say um the brand is not gonna win any die line d's eh, well we'll see i mean but i do think it it it, it speaks to the right person in the right it way does. i don't think it's bad design i just think it's not for me and um, I'm sure the drink looks like shit and they covered it up perfectly with a big giant wrap. I'll say we've tried to name at least a couple of brands Prime. At least. It's a great name for a brand. Prime, Kevin and I, in our primes right now. It always hits the naming dock. Oh my God. Prime time. I think we tried to spell it with a Y. We tried to spell it with an I. Um, Alex you know, loves throwing the Ys in there. Uh, it reminds me of uh, Deion Sanders' Prime time, you mm -hmm. know? And yeah. so uh, it's it's a great name for a brand. And um, it's it's... The last thing that I think is really the most impressive part of all of everything, right? Because they, it's 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 a smart, it's a smart brand on extension for them to get into because of mm -hmm. their move into the the Paul brothers move into sports. It's something that they're not sort of attaching themselves to another brand; they're doing it themselves. I think that's admirable. The product creds, more electrolytes, less sugar. Mm -hmm. Hey, cool. Yeah, that's great. Smart for them to do that, but I think the cherry on the Sunday. They have distribution at Walmart, Target, Kroger, CVS, GNC, Ralph's, and Vitamin Shop. That's a crazy distribution. That's like... That's nuts. All of the stores. No, for real. That's literally like probably 70% of stores. Yeah. And so that is how you win. Yeah. Quite literally in the beverage game. It's, you know, stack them high, let them fly. And that if they have that kind of distribution and I imagine... You know, you're not going to find this in uh, Erewhon and, uh, you know, uh, L.A. Or you're yeah. not going to find this at Whole Foods in Brooklyn or Trader Joe's. But you're going to find this in... You're you not know. going to see this on a Snackshot su Substack. No, you're not. This is not a hip, new, trendy, adaptogen product. This is just right down the middle, straight, sort of exactly what you think it is. 
And I think it's going to work. Yeah. This is for my uh, my Twitch streaming gamer cousin who lives in Northwest Indiana. That's what I mean. Like, that guy, that kid, probably didn't grow up with Gatorade in the way that I did, where it was like, that was like this, like, Michael Jordan sort of superstar brand. Mm-hmm. It's kind of lost some of that. Body Armor came in, apparently sold to Coke for $8 billion, so someone's got to be drinking Jesus. that. And I think it's a lot of those people. It's those people in Ohio that, you know, kind of, uh, that's who they're going, that's who they're speaking to. And I think it's smart that, you know, Prime is, they're they're primed to uh, do well, I think. And yeah. I think that's maybe surprising or, you know, maybe different than how I would have um, expected myself to react to it. But I just think so I can differentiate between something that is not for me, but is good or is effective for the right target. Yeah. I mean, say what you will about the Paul brothers. I mean, you can hate them. I mean, I personally don't like them very much. Uh, I don't think many. I don't, I don't, I don't care for their boxing. Um, I think it's rigged. Uh, I don't watch any of their YouTube videos. I never have, never will. Um, but I will say this is smart move in their part. Um, and I think you're, this is a big trend we're seeing now with like, you know, people of influence launching their own brands, launching, not only launching their own brands, but like almost la- like they're launching their own institutions where they're like launching a boxing league, like they're launching a beverage brand to probably go under the boxing, uh, boxing yeah. federation or whatever, whatever sure. they're doing. Like yeah. they're making their own institutions and not going to the traditional, you yeah. know, big players in the industries and yeah, cause they want the entire part of the pie for themselves. They don't want, they don't just want crumbs or percentages. No, I, I completely agree. And I think that's, it's possible because they have their own platform, right? They have their own millions, millions and millions of people that follow them. And if you have that kind of megaphone, you don't need to go to a sports drink brand that's more like uh, established. You don't yeah. need to go and play by anyone else's rules. And so I kind of have to say that um, goodbye them. Yeah, honestly, and um, it's a hard business. Honestly, I do believe. Like I've been working in beverage for 15 years. Like it's not easy to launch a beverage brand and get distribution to get giant stacks of you know displays in WalMarts and stuff like that. So uh, kudos to them and whoever's behind the scenes, kind of helping them build this uh, empire because. yeah, it's 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 not easy, and I think for whatever reason, or from my perspective, it feels like it's very easy to dismiss. But I think the story here is, to your point, Kevin, it's bigger than just another celebrity launching a brand. It's um, it's it's kind of a different. It's it's a it's a new approach to business and celebrity and entrepreneurship. And it's kind of interesting to me. Yeah. It is interesting. Something here's, to watch. Here's sure. an insider tip for all you entrepreneurs out there okay. listening. Oh, yeah. Let them know. Um, if you want to be successful in the beverage space, all you need mm. is a boatload of money okay. and a ton of influence. And mm. you can go anywhere. Oh. You can get distribution <laughs> with any. You can get distribution with anything. Ah, Kevin, you know what? Giving the people tips. Yeah. That's what I love about this podcast is that you don't just listen for entertainment or sort yeah. of education. That's just that's just good uh, fashioned advice. Yeah. Step one, amass a huge following on the yeah, internet. Millions of people. Step two, um, make tons of have mo- yeah. tons of disposable income. Yeah. Tons of disposable income. Yes. Take money from those people. Use them. Yeah. Yep. 
Maybe, uh, you know, not the correct wording there. No, Kevin, you it. nailed it. Fuck it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, that step, was, step three. Uh, what get, do you mean? Why do I thought you said we only had two steps? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Third step. All right, cool. No. Oh, that's all you need, Kevin. Two steps. You need, you need clout. You need yeah. cash. And, you know, let's not forget that the Paul fan base is yes. really young right now. Like, yeah, they, no. they are extremely young. They are using their parents' money to already purchase sure. the things that the Paul brothers are making. Yep. And they're only going to get older mm-hmm. and amass more money. That's right. And give more money to the Paul brothers. Sure. So, yeah. Interesting to see uh, what happens in the next 10 years with them. I'm sure they'll be Kevin, incre- ready? incredibly successful. You ready for the stat I'm about to drop on you? Yeah. The brand launched on Instagram on January 4th. Today is the 18th. By the time you listen to this, it'll be the 19th. Um, the Instagram has 678,000 followers. Oh my God, that's crazy. That is that's, such... That's amazing. They have six posts. And I got to say, the brand, like I said before, isn't the... the, the it's, not, it's nothing groundbreaking. The product isn't anything groundbreaking. But... It looks pretty good. It's bright. It's colorful. It's got a big ass logo. It's big and bold. It's simple. I don't know, Kevin. Um, I, I think I'm, 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 I'm seeing. I'm looking into my, uh, my, my, my crystal ball, and I'm seeing success. And I gotta say, that is uh, shocking. Shocking. Um, speak. Move it on. Speaking of, of of superstar athletes launching their own goats. brands, goats, if you will. A uh, new brand clothing line from Tom Brady called Brady. So Tom Brady, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneer quarterback, greatest of all time football player, absolutely American icon, um, launches his own uh, brand of apparel for uh, training and living. That's what it says on the website. Uh, Tom Brady again. I think he's had a couple sponsorships. Uh, in in his past, he I was believe, he was for sure Under Armour. I believe he was once a Jordan brand guy for a second, but I could be making that up. He was certainly a Smartwater guy because I uh, was there. I know he was an UGGs guy. He's had a ton of of of, of yeah, different yeah, yeah. Uh, brand partners, but I guess Tom Brady has entered into uh, that place in his career and in his uh, you know I guess and also in this moment where you don't need Nike or Under Armour or Adidas to uh, you know sort of. Uh, have your own brand, and yeah. uh, so Tom Brady um, is uh, is is certainly uh, successful, <laughs> famous, and um, a champion to try to make his name associated with uh, greatness. I guess, mm-hmm. and a similar thing here. On my first look, I was a little ho hum on Brady, uh, the brand, kind of looking at it and thinking it was kind of a little bland and a little bit, uh, you know, not a lot of the juice or personality here. But then I realized who this brand is for and it kind of fits perfectly. Yeah. The man is not a flashy individual. He doesn't, he doesn't dress like Cam Newton. No, he's an understated classy champion. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, Cam, for the record, I think Cam Newton's a very, uh, well, well-dressed man. No, I and love Cam. I, I think Cam is very classic. But I think if Tom Brady showed up to an Tom NFL Brady's game, classic. That's what I mean. Like yeah. if he wore what Cam Newton wore to the field, I think people would be like, "What's wrong with Tom Brady? He must have uh, hit his head really hard in the game." Yeah, like I hope he so. he dresses very subdued, very sort of 
you know, classy. He he he. You know, he gets fits off. Um, he does he does? But they're definitely the more traditional, more more classic kind. And his brand sort of has that feel to it. So I think it's 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 quite nice, honestly. And I think the uh, the details of the products themselves look well engineered. You know, I think there's a quality and craftsmanship to the product that I think comes through. Um, and I think the logo itself is, uh, is, uh, is, 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 is unbranded. It's kind of simple. It's yeah. understated. Is that what collegiate sands? Yeah, but it, but it, but it, I think it works. Um, uh, another thing that I, I think is kind of cool is that he brought in, uh, Dao Yi Cho, who is the, uh, co-founder of a fashion brand public school, um, that I've been following and wearing for a really long time. Um, they make really great garments and, uh, so he's not kind of cutting corners or he's not doing this on the cheap and he's not yeah. just slapping his name on some shitty apparel. Hey, he knows that you need a need to have a good team. He brought he brought in he does know that, you know. You need no one nothing is ever done by yourself. And uh Tom bringing in sort of like uh people that are established and sort of like know how to make quality clothes. Mm-hmm. Step one. Yeah. Um I also really like that on their Instagram they they created their very own color um, in partnership with Pantone. So, you know, they wanted the brand, uh, the brand color is a sort of bright cobalt blue, and it's uh, quite nice. Um, and so they, uh, they didn't just want to make that the brand color. They created their very own color developed by Pantone, Brady Blue 11222. Wow. So that is a, uh, that's the type of detail um that uh we love to see around here we, as do, we do love to see that graphic designers you know you're gonna make you'll launch your own brand in the clothing space a partnership with pantone tom brady pretty hard pretty dope the color is meant to inspire you ready for this yeah hit me. fearlessness resilience and confidence towards achieving peak performance yep that's yeah. what I. That's the first thing that came to mind when I saw the color. Yeah, no, me too, for sure. Um, it's quite nice, and the brand looks pretty good. It, so yeah, it just looks like uh, some elevated garments. Yep. Kind of gives me some Lululemon vibes, but yes, uh, yes. maybe not Lululemon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I could see myself potentially rocking some of this in the future. Yeah. No, I mean, here's the question though, Kevin. And this is a question I asked myself: Could I wear a sweatshirt that said Brady on the front? Hmm. that's a tough one as a new yorker it's a bit of a it's 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 gonna be a challenge for me i'm gonna be honest about that well like you wear jordans i don't wear jordans i fucking hate michael jordan i've only owned like three or four pairs of jordans in my entire three or four pairs that's pairs i mean but as a guy who's had hundreds of pairs of shoes in his life the fact that i've only had a couple pairs of jordans i think says a lot I mean, I, that guy, terror, so. he terrorized my youth. I am a huge Knicks fan. I grew up in the 90s, so my teams were, you know, Ewing and Starks and Mason and Oakley, and we'd go to the playoffs, and Michael Jordan would embarrass us every yeah, year. every year. So I can't wear his his logo or his name. I, personally, it just feels like that's not my guy. That makes sense. I understand that, but yes. also, like, Brady wasn't terrorizing you guys. If anything, you were terrorizing. The Giants were terrorizing Brady. That's fair. We did win. Um, Eli did. You got get, two Super Bowls no, against I, him. I agree, but I'm. St- he's. You should be elevating that man's name to make myself feel better. I mean, no, to elevate to his elevate his name to elevate 
the Giants, the Giants, and elevate Eli Manning because well, you know, we all know that you know Eli uh, wasn't yes. he wasn't the best Manning. Uh, I mean, but you know, he got the job done when it counted. That's and damn he, right. He's a winner. He beat Tom Brady twice in the Super Bowl, a which champion, is, a Hall of Famer. It's honestly nuts to beat Tom Brady twice in the Super Bowl. So I mean, he was um, the better the, the better team won both so, of those games um, by the inverse. Or whatever the mathematical yes. yep. Uh, yep. property is, yes, I think you sure. should be championing, championing I, 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 Tom Brady. I, I hear your argument, and I see where you're coming from. I just, to me, the question that I have is Jordan and the Jumpman, and through the marketing and design, and over time, it's the brand symbolizes more than the man. Well, it is a symbol of greatness. Well, Brady launched like two weeks ago. Well, that's what I'm saying. Time will tell whether Brady, the brand, can mean more to people than just Tom Brady's Lululemon athleisure. Yeah, but... I mean, it'll be different because also with Jordan, it was like sports wear. You know, they started with shoes that you would actually wear to play basketball. Sure. And, you know, maybe some of the stuff you could wear as a base layer for football, but like, yes. you know, it's not I don't the, see them doing cleats. No, it doesn't seem like they're going for that that type of consumer. It's, they're going for more of the uh, athletic training sort of uh, apparel type brand. Yeah. Which is cool. I mean, listen, I think it's, I think, again, my first inclination is to say, Fuck you, Tom Brady, um, and 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 to be a hater and the design, um, you know, is a little. I just wanted maybe a little bit something more memorable, but I, again, uh, on upon second review, I think it. I think it's. I think it's cool, and I think it could work, and time will tell. Um, and I'm I'm excited to see um, what they do. I could see myself wearing a. Uh... Uh, a forest green. I could see myself wearing a forest green jumpsuit from, yeah. from Brady. I think I really look, could. I think you look great, and I think, um, I, I think, I think, I think this might work. And I think it, it's in the details, right? Just like Tom Brady, you know, the devil is in the details, mm-hmm. and um, and it's it's about the fundamentals. Yeah. Uh, Kevin also, um, there was a wonder. There was a meme going around. Um, that uh, I don't think I don't I, I, I question whether uh, Team Brady brands knew about this meme, but um, or not. But there's a meme going around. It's a photo of uh, from The Simpsons, and it is a uh, Homer Simpson wearing sort of athleisure. And is that Tom Brady in? The, yeah, Tom Brady was in The Simpsons in 2005. Apparently, shout out Cass Anderson on Twitter for uh, yes. putting this together. And uh, he's wearing a Brady sweatshirt that says Brady on the front in it's the blue. blue color. So doesn't look too far off from what they got. So The Simpsons predicted it uh, 16 years ago, um, as they have done maths. before. Uh, and uh, I'm not shocked to see this. I feel like Simpsons has um, uh, ha- have a history of predicting things. And then I noticed, Kevin, just about an hour ago, um, the Brady brand is uh, capitalizing on this uh, meme uh, that's going around uh, the internet, and uh, and and uh, as they should. Good for them. Good for them. Uh, moving on, another sports story, Kevin. Uh, I feel like this is the third sports story in a row here, so a little bit of a trend here this week. But um, another story comes from the great people over at thedialline.com. The dialing? Yeah, the dialing. The dialing? Yeah, the dialing.com. The 
Com. The number one source for packaging and design, stories, branding, news. They got it all. Over. Damn, they got a two for one special on you this You know what episode. they also have over there? Um, job postings. You're wow. looking for a job? They got they got jobs over there. They got they have great email. I highly recommend you sign up for their email. Listen, these are just facts. Damn, two for one special for the yep. dialing today. Yep. So Kevin, big weekend in football. Your Bengals. Yes, sir. They won. Took care of victory. I lost my damn voice yelling at the TV. If you're wondering why Kevin sounds a little raspy, a little sexier than the average uh, podcast. I was yelling who day. It's because of the Bengals and who day nation. Kevin represents um, strongly Joe Burrow. Stud is the only word I can use to describe that man. Do you see the glasses he was wearing? So sick. Oh, my God. He's a sex symbol. He legitimately... um, I mean, that's that's the type of guy easy to root for. Oh yeah, what a legend! What a legend! Took care of business. Uh, I watched a lot of football this weekend. Um, really exciting. Um, post nothing better than the postseason. Yes, correct. Sir. So especially yeah. when you win. That's right. And so sports. What is uh you know what what's the only way to make sports better? Food and booze, right? And weed and <laughs> and weed. Um, and so. You know things that are associated with uh, with football: pizza, chili, wings. All you know what they all need? Spice. Yep. So ESPN has a crazy idea. It's called post seasoning, and it is a custom blend of salt, black pepper, onion, garlic, cayenne, paprika, and guchugara, which comes in a kind of traditional uh, spice uh, jar topped with the black cap. And um, it's uh, cap- the, the, the copywriting is uh, tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, it's pretty good. Finally, a spice blend from ESPN, which, to be honest, I kind of like that. It's like, no one asked for this, and we know that. Yeah. And um, kind of, uh, yeah, just makes me chuckle. I don't think this is going to stores, um, but it is a- I a, think it's internal. It's I think a, it's like a maybe promotional thing. Uh, yeah. You know, influencer box. Yeah. That, t- that type of deal. Yeah, no, it makes sense. And I think- um, Kevin, I don't, I don't know if you remember ESPN. They once had like they came out with their own mobile phone. Mm-hmm. I don't, re- I don't, I don't actually remember, but yeah, you know, second time over the story today, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> yeah, they had a they had a mobile phone uh, that they launched in like the early two thousands, and this was a time before smartphones existed, and people um, could just reach into their pockets and find out the score. Um, there was a time, Kevin, you ready? Where you would go to dinner, and if you weren't, you know, say you want, wanted to keep up on the game, you would have to call a hotline mm-hmm. to uh, find out the score of the Bengals game. Um, and so that feels like a million years ago, but that's mm-hmm. only like 15 years ago. So ESPN has dabbled with line extensions. They have the the documentary series, which I really like, 30 for 30. Did you ever go to ESPN Zone? Yes. That restaurant? <laughs> yes, in Times the, Square. The first time I ever was in New York, I was no in way. second grade. No way. Um, and I made my family go there twice. Fuck yeah. And when, I think it was the last day, and we were trying to pick places to go to go to eat. Yeah. I, I wanted to go to Zone. ESPN Zone so bad that, uh, you know, no. the, uh, the consensus, consensus answer was no, and I just cried until I got my way. Hell yeah, Kevin. Um, <laughs> apparently... Um, uh, it is permanently closed. As, as a quick Google search, oh, yeah. 
Um, I remember no I, I, open in. I, I mean, specifically remember having a burger there that was just burnt to a crisp, <laughs> but it didn't even matter because I was just at ESPN zone and I was just such a big stand back in the day. Well, that's the thing. It's like ESPN used to be, and it still is to a certain extent, the worldwide leader in sports. And um, I, yeah, I forgot, but thank you for reminding me of the ESPN zone uh, bar and grill. Times that, Square, right? It uh, was in Times Square on uh, Broadway and right next to Madame Tussauds in like classic broad, you know, sort of a Times Square establishment. You know, um, it it had arcade and uh, they used to record shows from there. Yeah, they did. Uh, they used to do, um, I think they used to do like Around the Horn there, right? Is that no, true? No, that's Maybe true. That's but true. they, um, you know, TVs and kind of a Buffalo Wild Wings before Buffalo Wild Wings, I guess, a, sp- a sports bar. Apparently they had a couple of them now that I'm looking. There was obviously a big one in, in Times Square, but they had one in Baltimore and they had one in D.C. Um, and yeah, they're all, they've all been closed down by 20... Um, 13 apparently uh oh they opened all up at disney and in sort of orlando and that closed in 2018 so yeah i mean espn zone a time and place and for espn when they to be honest they were on top of the world you know they were um it was a it was much watched television every day sure, like sports yeah. center and um that is how i grew up yeah, I in the summers I used to watch it uh, two times in a row. Yeah, in the morning, amazing. And yeah, they would just re- they would just yeah. play it back to back to back. And Stuart Scott and all the great uh, sort of uh, you know sort of uh, anchors there. I don't think it has the same juice. Now the I, brand. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, I think there's just I think the the sports, um, the sports media landscape. sphere is very. It's both saturated in the fact that it's there's so much of it but it's also very diluted in the fact that there's so many you know places opinions of places you know networks so many people in the game now yeah and it's like the one thing that i think keeps espn sort of at the top is the fact that they have all these um uh, deals partnerships with the leagues so they have like the rights Mm -hmm. to show games and i just read that app they were going to like Apple was going to get baseball. And so I think you've seen like games on Amazon and some of these platforms that have a bazillion dollars and Bezos, you know, and Zuckerberg kind of coming in. It'll be interesting to see how ESPN stays relevant. They do a good job of social like TikToks and Instagram. Yeah. I think they're, they're, they're still, I mean, they post like literally 200 times a day and I follow sports center. I follow ESPN. Like I think the brand lives ironically or not ironically but like actually lives more mm-hmm. so yeah. in uh on on instagram than it even does on like the tv and so mm-hmm. i mean this is not gonna do anything this is like a flash a, a small joke and this is uh, a half of a drop in the bucket yeah exactly and it's kind of funny post seasoning but i don't know i mean it's it it feels like we're a long ways away from ESPN zone, uh, sort of 2006, like they were, they were, they they were, uh, they were, they were, they were taking, they were pulling up from 40, right? They were, (laughs) they launched a mobile phone and a bar and grill. Uh, Oh yeah. The fact that they launched like hardware. Yeah. Like (laughs) mobile, mobile carrier. Fucking Steph Curry up in there. Yeah. Yeah. Pulling up from 40. (laughs) I mean, that is, I mean, you got to give them credit for, for, for trying, but yeah, it does feel like, Maybe the brand was uh, in fuego at the moment, and it's lost some of its luster here 
Um, and and I, I think you're right. I think it's a splintering of media, technology, content. There's just so much to watch. And um, yeah, I think people get their news and they get their um, sports highlights from their yeah on the internet phone, honestly, on, yeah. on their phones. And um, yeah, uh, sports. I don't people. I don't think people are tuning in to watch Sports Center. I don't to know. Find have, you, out. have you watched that? Like. I think it's more of a West Coast thing because it's so late, but it's like um, usually at like 12 a.m. They have uh, Scott Scott Van Pelt yeah. come on, and he he does a really good job. He's like he's like the he's the guy over there now. Ready for fun fact? Yeah, I watched it last night. Oh wow! Yeah, and wow. I probably haven't watched it in ten years. Yeah, and I was watching um, the Manning cast last night, mm-hmm. and it came on after, and I was like, oh yeah, Sports Center. Yeah, I remember you, old friend. So funny timing there. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how ESPN. I feel like they might. You ready for this, Kevin? Yeah. Rebrand. No. Yep. No. No. Absolutely not. No. I mean, maybe like a refresh. Yep. Yep. I just think it's no a way. little it's a little dusty. A little dusty. A little dated. Refresh. Refresh? Yeah. That that uh, that logo's iconic. I mean it, yeah. But if it symbolizes two thousand six. No. No? You no. can't change it? No. I think you can. No. Bold point of view. You just, I, you just want to do it. I, of course I want to do it. I mean, come on. It's a worldwide <laughs> leader in sports. Um, I think, I just don't know. I mean, I think, I think, I think their glory days are behind them. Mm-hmm. But I, I always think that there's a chance for a comeback. Yeah. A come from behind story, you know, kind of. A, and uh, I'll be, I'll be watching. And I think postseasoning is fun, but it's clearly, yeah, like I said, that yeah. is, that is, um, it's not gonna. That's not gonna. That's not gonna cut it. Um, maybe maybe the way they 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 break into the new world is through uh, the metaverse, possibly by watching sports. You're sitting courtside at the game. ESPN technology. It would be cool if they did it like correctly. Yeah, and you know it was like you were actually there. That's what I mean. You know, I I would I that would be. That's been the one, what you just said there has been the one metaverse thing that, that I can actually see myself yes. getting into. Sitting at home, putting on an Oculus headset and sitting courtside from your couch. That, that would be fucking tight. That you're, you're down to, to do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, how about shopping in the metaverse? How no, about you? I'm, I'm not down for that. You're pushing up a cart and there's wine and a woman talks to you and she says, you're out of wine. You need some more wine. Pick it up here at Walmart. I, th- I think we should probably wrap. You don't. You don't need that. Well, I don't, that's. I don't, I don't think. I don't. Yeah, I don't think we need this one. Well, we're, at, we're at like fifty-eight minutes right here, and it's. I think it's pretty like solid. Well, that's the last story of the day, Kevin. Right, you just, should we do it? No, let's not do it. Okay, we, we can we can punt it. We can keep it in the barrel. Like, to be honest, no one cares. Yeah. Um, we got to figure out a way to end our shows better than that's Abruptly. the last story. It's over. Well, what do you think we should do, Kevin? I don't a little know. brainstorm don't, here? don't we always say thank you? No, we do say thank you. Um, but I think just like ending on the story, I think we need like a we need a closing bit, a, a closing segment to like send us off. Do we? I don't know. I just think, I feel like we 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 I mean we we kick out the door. Now we got sponsors. We got you know kind of a we got an intro bit thing going we kind of have a hmm. you know and i just think that like the shows uh they they 
they they kick out they I kick get, open yeah, the door okay. I, and then we kind of we, we climb about. and then we kind of go downhill and then I think we got to figure out a way to 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 slam the door shut and say see you next week kids we'll be back with more programming I know what you're talking more about more branding I think I think we need to workshop more this news, more I, more I know, stories I know I know what you're talking about like more you're talking Kevin. about like a bit right I'm talking about a bit like yeah. something that people come to love about the show at the end of the program instead of being like well that's it that's these stories that we have today mm. because i think we just it's just abrupt and i think we need to figure out a way post show recap concept maybe we don't need to go back and go through the stories we don't need to like what did we learn today mm-hmm. type type thing but we need we need a bit. We need a bit. Maybe the bit is that like we're constantly working on the show we're about the show. We're constantly while we're trying in to yeah, the show. We're constantly trying to figure out what to do at the end. Yeah, we're constantly trying to figure out at the end. And at some point, we just give up and say, "We gotta go." Well, maybe we just keep. Maybe for now, we just keep brainstorming on what to do at the end of the show, and then at the end of the show, we'll figure it. We'll find it, and then that'll be it. How about that? I I love it. Yeah, I think it's brilliant, Kevin. Yeah, uh, thank you for podcasting with me, Kevin, today. Sure. Uh, second, honestly, I think the second one was better. Wow, yeah. we'll never know if the first one was yeah. better because it's lost and gone forever. Yeah. Um, thank you uh, for listening, and thank you to the Dialine, our very new sponsor. Uh, we love you guys, and we appreciate you. Um, to next week, Kevin. Yeah. See you then. Also, uh, any uh, any listeners out there, if you want to hop on the Bengals bandwagon, you mm. have uh, my full written consent. I appreciate. You can that. hop on. Yep. You know, get on. The water's warm. Yes. It's a it's a excellent fan base. All yep. you gotta do is say who day. Who day. And uh great, great, know, great. Let's beat those motherfucking Titans. This great weekend. slogan. Kevin, um can you, for the record, when did you let me on to the Bengals bandwagon? Um before the playoffs. Thank you. Thank you. But you've been on. You've like I think you uh September. You know, honestly, I've been rooting we've for you been, guys for a we've while. We've been talking about the Bengals. Like even last season, I remember you watching some Bengals. So yeah, no, I mean Burrow is exciting. The team's good, um, and I just want to see you happy. Yeah, let's get this motherfucking dub. Let's go.